Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. You know, we all seem to have this sort of endless list of things that we want to do. You know, fun things that we want to do. Our options seem to be relatively endless in terms of the way we would spend our money, our time, and our energy when it comes to fun. You could think of something like your bucket list, you know, those that list of things that you want to do before you die, right? Every one of those probably have some dollar amount associated with doing them, but they certainly have time expenditures and energy expenditures, right? They're going to cost you time and money. You could also think about something as simple as what are you going to do this Friday night? You know, you're going to go to the movie, you're going to go to the play, you're going to go to the museum, or you're going to go on a walk in the park, or you're going to invite friends over to, for dinner. You know, we've got this sort of what feels like often this unlimited list of things, options that we could do. And then that is sort of countered against a very limited set of resources. Even if you happen to be one of the few people that have unlimited money, you're still limited with time and energy. But most of us are very limited in terms of the, the money we have to spend on our sort of fun activities. And so how do we make those decisions? I've always thought it's really, you know, it's, it, it's interesting to think about how we make these decisions that often go on calculations, frankly, that often go on in our minds without us even thinking about it. And a couple of years ago, I was having a discussion with a friend, his name's Eric, and he introduced me to this idea called cost per unit of fun. And it was a simple formula. In the numerator, you put the total cost of the activity, right? So if it's going out to dinner, let's just use $100, right? That would be in the numerator. And in the denominator, you just make some guess as to the total units of fun that you would receive from that activity. And to make it easy, I've decided to limit the units of fun scale. We're just going to use 1 to 10, right? So 1 being the least fun and 10 being the most fun. So you pick some number between 1 and 10 and you put that in the denominator. Now, I know that's terribly subjective, but guess what? Most financial formulas are terribly subjective, right? There's at least one assumption in the formula where it's a guess. And it may, may feel more technical than units of fun, but for our purposes, this is just fine, right? So in the numerator, we have the total cost. And in the denominator, we have some guess between 1 and 10 on the units of fun that we would receive from the activity. I have found this formula to be incredibly helpful, right? It's been really valuable, actually, as I've compared things. I mean, let's use a really crazy example. You have this car that you love to drive. I and mean, let's say it costs $50,000. And you can't imagine having more fun than driving that. So you put a 10. So 50,000 in the numerator, 10 in the denominator, right? Gives you $5,000 per unit of fun. And then let's say that you also really enjoy watching movies, right? And, and you go to a movie and you're going to go to an expensive movie theater and let's say it's $20. And you also put that as a 10 because you can't imagine having any more fun than that, right? So 20 is in the numerator and 10 in the denominator, that's $2, per unit of fun. Now, you may think like, look, driving a car and going to a movie, those are two totally separate things. But I think that's really informative, right? It costs $2 per unit of fun compared to $5,000 per unit of fun. Now, I'm not suggesting that means you shouldn't buy the car. 
I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just saying it's interesting, isn't it? Right, it's interesting. And one of the more valuable uses of this super scientific formula that I've developed here, cost per unit of fun, has been for me eating out versus making food at home with our family. We have found over the years, if we calculated it, it was much more enjoyable, much more fun per dollar spent. Our, in other words, our cost per unit of fun was much, much lower to just making dinner at the house. It was more fun and it cost us a little bit less. So the, the numerator was lower and the denominator was higher. Right? So in the end, our cost per unit of fun staying home and making dinner at home was much lower than going out to dinner as a family. Now, I'm not suggesting that's true for you at all. I'm just suggesting it's definitely true for us. And in fact, one more little note about this formula. I'm just suggesting it's definitely true for us right now. Right? That may change in the future, which is why we'll continue to calculate this on the back of a napkin, right? We'll just pull it out and say, hey, how much fun was that? All right, great. It was a nine. How much did it cost us? Great. What were our, our other alternatives? So I've just found this to be an incredibly useful little tool, little formula, little calculation to help put at least a frame of reference around these decisions that we're making in terms of how we spend particularly our money, but it also helps us understand how we're spending our time and our energy as well. And I hope that's useful for you. In fact, I would love to hear from you on interesting things you learned after using this formula. My email address is hello at behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. I'd love to hear stories or examples on how you used it. You know, also send me, I'm well aware that this has limitations. Of course it does, right? But if you run into some, I'd love to learn about where, where you found limitations with this formula too. And in fact, I know there are many of you out there that are far better at math than I ever will be and developing formulas. If you run across a better way to calculate cost per unit of fun with the caveat that it's got to be simple, if you run across a better way, I'd love to hear about that too. With that, I hope that you find this useful, as useful as I have. In fact, the more I use it, the more valuable it becomes just as a quick tool to give me a frame of reference on how I'm spending my money, my time, and my energy.